Yo, this is Bernard. And this is Samir. Welcome to another episode of the Angry Blurs podcast. The nerds are black, the nerds are angry. All right, so I don't know if you saw this, this recently happened today. So apparently PlayStation is planning on making a subscription service to compete with Xbox's Game Pass. Yeah, called Spartacus. Well, that's the code name for it. I think they should yeah. go with PlayStation Now Plus because PlayStation Now kind of does that. But yeah, more or less. The, the library is very limited. I mean, but a lot of people are still saying, um, yo, what's the point of even having this if most of us can't even get PS5s? I mean, a lot of people have PS5s. They've already, uh, they're no longer selling at a loss anymore. So they've made, they sold enough PS5s. Uh, correction, they sold enough discs version of PS5s to where both consoles are no longer sold at loss. They are now in complete profit right now with the hardware. That is hard to do. And it's only been out a year. Yeah, but still, people still can't. A lot of people still can't find them. Well, a lot of people are losers. I have mine. Wow. Yeah, but you got yours because somebody bought two. So don't act like you was out here grinding. I, I had an inside. I was not grinding. Correct. I knew someone. Yeah. It's nice to be connected. But yeah, I mean, depending on how much it is and what games are available, I'll consider getting this. Uh, you know whatever it's called, it, uh, codenamed Spartacus. But um, so, yeah, what do you got? All right, so uh, this is a half story, but I didn't know this, but apparently the Oregon Trail is 50 years old. It came out uh, 50 years ago today. Really? Yeah, I thought, isn't that crazy? I honestly didn't think that game was that old. So that's your story? No, I said that's half a story. Okay. I mean, people be getting dysentery for 50 years. Well, yes, that's mildly interesting. No. Hey, who's spitting your coffee today? <laughs> The guy who brought up the freaking Oregon Trail. You, you know, that negativity, it, it, it's, it's not, it's going to age you, man. You chill out. <sighs> well, okay, so. The other half of the story. Final Fantasy fourteen and Walker is officially releasing early access. And, uh, yeah, the servers are packed. You can't even get in halfway. You can get in. The servers are well-maintained, but you don't have to wait a bit. There's definitely a queue. But yeah, so far, uh, it's pretty fun. They've obviously made a number of changes. The new areas are great so far. I've only been in the game briefly because I've been really busy. So I'm a little upset about that. But yeah, it's in early access and it's doing, the hype is real. Okay. And uh, this is the perfect time to jump in, Bernard. Wink, wink. You can play it on PS5. Oh, cool. You're not cool because you don't play P- um, Final Fantasy XIV. I'm good. You're not good because you don't play Final Fantasy XIV. Well, like I said. Like I said, mistaken. <laughs> Don't be a hater your whole life. All right. So, Samir, have you ever Airbnb the house? Uh, no. All right. Uh, this isn't my story. I just brought this up as a fun fact. So, apparently, you can Airbnb the Home Alone house for $25 a night in Chicago. Yeah. I'm like, uh, why, why so low? I don't know. And that house has to have a lot of room. That's a big house. Yeah. I'm, 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 yeah. But apparently, it looks like there's a six-year wait list. So, yeah, I mean, as soon as that hit the market, everybody was like, okay, let's go for it. I don't want to stay in that house. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it probably doesn't even look like, I'm pretty sure everything else, um, as far as the interior of the house, was sets. I mean, I think it's an actual house based on No, the no, 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 it is an actual house, but I'm saying all the interior shots, that was a set. Well, yeah, they they place furniture and they stage the place. Yeah, it was probably no. Samir, I'm, I'm I'm not. I'm saying they didn't shoot inside the house at all. They just used the house for ex- exterior stuff. 
That I don't know. You always oh, that's, what, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Yes. I'm not sure about that. Um, maybe. So that sounds likely. Yeah. So actually, I have a bit of news. Uh, one of our favorite bands from the early 2000s is getting what a movie on Netflix, and that is Gorillas. So I have a question about that. Yes. What version of Noodle are we getting? Do you want kid noodle or adult noodle? Oh, right. That's what I'm saying. Do we want the 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 kid adorable noodle that we got in the in the 2000s, or are we gonna get the the snack that she is today? Did you really just call an animated character a snack? I call a lot of animated characters a snack. Where have you been for like the last 20 something years we've been friends? Oh Lordy. I, I don't see why this is. I mean, okay, so if you look at the promotion art of all other characters, um, they've honestly, the only one who has changed is Noodle. They, they aged her up over the years. And I'm just saying, baby girl, is a, she's, she's luring. Oh, God. But uh, yeah, she's still the top basis. Still rock the, rock the strings. But yeah, I mean, don't you have the, um, the, the, what was it? What was it called? I can't remember. The Return of the Ogre? Yeah. No, that was Child's. Oh. Yeah, Child got the, I borrowed it and it was, I just read through it. Okay. Yeah, because I still haven't read through that. Yeah, I read through it. I was very much into um, uh, Gorilla's lore for a good while. Yeah. I swear, it's like Murdoch is getting greener and greener because remember. Nah, he's full on green now. Yeah, he's like Borderline Hope with pink nipples. Yes. But yeah, so uh, no announced date or details about the animation style, but you know, be on the lookout for that if you are a Gorillaz fan. So do you think this is going to be like a full-length picture, like as far as like Moonwalker goes, like we'll get a compilation of like music videos then get like a, you know, a 45-minute short? Mm, no, I think they should go the route of uh, Adventure Time and um, Steven Universe where there was a song almost every episode and there was plot around that song based on what they were doing. That's like Moonwalker, dude. Yeah, no, Moonwalker was there, there was long stretches of the song and then plot. No, long I'm, I'm, not, of song. no I'm not talking about the um the music videos at the beginning. I'm talking about the Moonwalker film itself. Right. There wasn't a straight the plot wasn't that consistent. Well, it, it was, was like it was mostly it was just music. 80s. It, dude, it, I'm not saying it was bad. I'm saying in terms of how long it was actually pushing plot as opposed to uh, as opposed to actual music being played that was portraying the plot. I'm saying actual plot progression and then a song to portray, you know, a particular um, uh, emotion or scene and then move on to more songs. Like, that's how Steven Universe and Adventure Time does it. Mm-hmm. Or um, Hell of a Boss, more recently. Okay. Well, yeah. So, like I said, be on the lookout for that uh, Gorillaz film. What do you got, man? So, um... So the consensus right now is um, uh, this is a, a, a no way uh, no way home uh, uh, anecdote. So the consensus right now is um, that most people think Tom McGuire and um, Andrew Garfield are going to be in. Basically, people are polling the involvement of the other two Spider Men and how yes. long they're going to be in there and and whatnot. And I don't know if if history serves. We, uh, I mean, we did, we were with Tony Stark or Iron Man. How much was he in um, uh, Homecoming? 
Probably had like maybe 10 minutes altogether. Right, but he was in it more than we thought he'd be, right? Yeah. I think that's how long they're going to be in there. Not enough to just, you know, take over the whole um, plot, but enough to, you know, make a significant impact. I really think they're just probably going to pop up at the end with a big fight, you know, with the Statue of Liberty and everything, and that'll be it. And we'll probably get like that for like a good maybe 20, 30 minutes because the movie allegedly has a uh, reported runtime of two hours and 30 minutes. But Kirsten Dunst wants to, wants to come back. She's like, I wish they put me in another Spider-Man movie like Old Girl Mary Jane. Why not? I mean, it's not that I'm opposed to it. It's just that how they gonna find the time and the runtime to put it in there. I don't know. But who knows? And apparently this is not Tom's last Spider-Man movie, according to Amy Pascal, who is the chairman of Sony, I believe. She said that. Yeah, he has three more movies. Well, she said, this is the end of one trilogy and we're going to start another trilogy. She didn't necessarily say he had three more movies, but she said they have another trilogy plan with Marvel. So uh, I guess he's not. Maybe also, going back they, to Sony, but Marvel's going to help out. But he, if will I were to MCU. guess, if I were to guess, I think of the deal to continue more movies is for um, Marvel to grab more Sony properties and and sort of pull them into the MCU as well. So we're gonna they're gonna have to pull in you know garbage ass um, Venom and you know make him useful. Morbius, who looks really cool so far, can also go over. That would be great. You know. And so forth. So hopefully they can pull Spider-Man and his bro gallery and his um his allies over to um over to uh, Marvel. Who do they have as far as allies go? Um, do they have rights to Silver Sable? Who? Sony or Marvel? Sony. Sony has everything Spider-Man related. Silver Sable. Everybody. Okay. So, uh, I mean, okay. So as far as allies go, besides Silver Sable, who else we who, who else are we talking here? Molten Man. Black Cat. Yeah, Black Cat. Okay. Um, I'm trying to remember Multi Man. Molten Man. He, Molten Man. Um, Liz, Liz's brother-in-law. Remember? Yeah, that? but they're not going to use him. Okay, what about... Uh, what, was mean, the, what was I was just naming people, man. Jo- uh, Jonah Jameson Jr. Uh, Night Wolf, Star Wolf. Man Wolf, fool. Man Wolf. Well, he and was, then, he and was... it's John Jameson. It's not John Jonah Jameson. I forget. I know he was a um. Yeah. Okay. So there's that. They can use him. It's, I, it's, I'm trying to think of other people. people. It's a lot. There's oh well, people. technically okay. Well, we're, we're forgetting his um his spider women females also like all the plethora of spider women females. They're not going to use all of them. They're going to use Julia Carpenter probably. They're not going to use. I don't think they're going to use Anya off the bat. I think in terms of popularity, they're going to probably go for Gwen and Cindy. Yo, now that we're talking about this, what if yo they bring in Mayday Parker? Uh, she's a well, she's his daughter, so they, oh, oh yeah, yeah. What if Toby had a kid? Well, if they did it that way, that would probably be I would I would go for renew your vows for Toby. Yeah, definitely, that would be pretty dope. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, we got a we got another week and a half. So, you know, just be on the lookout for Oh, speaking of weekend, dude. Okay, so this is going to segue into the next story. Uh, the tickets. <laughs> uh, well, we can oh. keep all that as one story. Go. 
the tickets, man. They they out of pocket, yo. They they sold out. The pre-sales are sold out. And um, yeah, people are scalping the tickets for exorbitant prices. It's like it's nuts in the thousands at this point. Why would you uh, pay that much money? Like the millions as well. Was I mean, it? I believe one was on eBay. Yeah, but that's not gonna get bought. Who who would be that dumb? Somebody just wait really and then, yeah, but come on, just wait and then they'll either a they'll get more tickets. You just gotta wait a couple weeks, or b it'll hit streaming soon. Like, no, why was you not going to hit streaming soon? Quit hoping for streaming. Just go to look, the- bro. It's gonna hit streaming like in six months, if not less. No, probably hey, three months. Six months, but by the end, it'll be spoiled for you and everything. Right. Well, in that case, I mean, you just gotta wait a couple little while. I, I don't know, they were smart to let it go to streaming. I'm sorry, I'm been spoiled. I want all every movie hit streaming. Well, like I said, I, I, like I said, I pay just fine. I pay twenty dollars to see a movie. Well, the streams are over. You had so the not. to enjoy it, and now it's gone as far as Disney is concerned. You sound happy about that. I mean, I wasn't gonna pay thirty dollars to stream a movie. I, That's I because your TV is small. I have a sixty-five inch TV. That's small. Whatever, dude. All right, I'm just saying. All right, some people have larger TVs. Yeah, with but it's not a sounds. very good TV. Uh, actually, it is, sir. It's a TCL. My t- have you not seen my, my TV is a Sony. Oh no, I did not know that. Well, congratulations. Yeah, it's a Sony. Uh, crap, what is it? Point is, it's, it's one of the, the um, late model Sonys that came out this year. Okay. All right, sir. I'll f around. All right. Okay, I'm just saying you had a TCL before. I did have a TCL before. I upgraded. All right, just making sure you upgraded properly. That's all. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, speaking of upgrading, but not really, one of your shows created by someone that you hate because they didn't finish their last book, the spinoff uh, got scrapped after HBO spent $30 million on the pilot alone. Yeah, man, they had Naomi Watson, one of the really roles. Yeah, so this was the Game of Thrones prequel series. I mean, I wasn't going to watch it, but I was just like, yo, if you spent $30 million on this, I think you should still allow the people to see it. Man, they got that's couch changing. They found that in their in their in their jeans when they when they put them on. Oh, I forgot I had this in here. $30 million. That's nothing. But still, do, do you want to at least see what it looks like? No, I'm done with the Song of Ice and Fire. You are a liar because you're going to watch that one that comes out with Matt Smith and that bad wig. No, I'm done. We'll I see. might watch it, but I'm done. And all if right, I watch people, it, I want to complain all the way through. All right, people, take note of this. This is episode 69, so it'll be a whole lot easy to remember. Oh, Samir, I forgot. Noise. Samir said he's done, but we shall see. Yeah, we we it's the big episode sixty nine extravaganza, noise. You gonna keep saying that? Uh, uh, yes, I'll try to keep up the whole episode. Oh God, what do you got, man? Um, what do I have? So that's why you need to do an out. This is why we need to start doing outlines. But go ahead. No, we get doing do, do outlines per se. I did I did have a plan, a train of thought. I'm trying to you actually um, threw it off when I started talking about the. Um, the 69 episode. And um, let me go forgetfulness. Let me go ahead and pull it up again. Oh, so uh, it wasn't even up. No, it was up. It's just, it was, I had to, I had to scroll over because I was doing something stuck. else. 
You know what? Go ahead and go to your next story, and I'll, I'll grab it again. It was a good one, too. Really? Yeah, go. Go ahead. Shoot. Go. All right. So, one of the things... What the hell? Hold on a second. Oh, uh, now who's not ready? No, I had it, but my browser crashed. <laughs> um, yeah, one of the things I'm um, very excited about is Chucky. Um, Have you been watching that? I watched the first two episodes. It's a very short season. It's I think it's eight episodes. Uh, season one just wrapped up, and they just announced that it got renewed for a second season. And okay. um, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. So this actually takes place after the last Chucky film, which was Cult of Chucky. Oh God, I didn't watch Cult of Chucky. I heard it was good though. Yeah, I think it's I think it's still on Netflix. But um, I, the last one I honestly saw was in fact. What was the one with this kid? Was it Seed of Chucky? Yeah, that was the dumb one. Because it was Child's Play 1, 2, 3, Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky. There's another one after that. Then there's Cult of Chucky. But yeah, so I'm going to catch up and watch that on demand. I just know Devin Sowers in it. Uh, Brad Dorff, uh back as the voice of Chucky. Jennifer Tilly is back as Tiffany. And I think De- Devin Sauer might be playing Andy. I don't know. I, like I said, I got to finish it. And um, I'll let you guys know, you know, about it when I finish it. All right. So did you find your uh, story? Oh, yeah, I got totally sidetracked. Hang on. Oh, God. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, it was. Um, oh God, it was a promotion for something, too. Like, it was. It was Matrix? really cool. Um, the Deja Vu thing? Yeah, there it was. It was the Matrix. Yeah, okay. So they're going to use the Unreal Engine 5 to um, to give us a... Hang on, there we go. Yeah, so the the Unreal Engine 5 experience was leaked on PSN for the Matrix um, uh, Resurrection. So I don't know. I, honestly, I did not think it was a thing until today when I was scrolling through for news. And... Uh, yeah, so apparently it was just showing off the game engine, and it's it's just basically. Wait, why are they showing us the game engine for a movie? Well, it's gonna. I think. Well, it may be a project later on, and um, as far as I can tell, but uh, yeah, it's just basically it's gonna, it's going to show us um, advancements in lighting and um, and things like that, and lighting textures blah blah, blah. It's, it's unreal engine 5 they've done a bunch of tech demos for it over the last year or so and um and it's not a full game because it's an experience but you know it basically is going to show just the demo and engine is going to be placed in the um, matrix world i just thought that was cool this was un- well i guess un- not unfortunately but it was leaked onto the psn well, i didn't see that kind of wish i did now Oh, I think I actually just came across an article about it. Yeah, so. So I do have one question. Are you excited about the uh, Book of Boba Fett next week? I guess I gotta be. I'm not that I'm not unexcited. It's just... I'm not looking forward to the the weekly uh, release uh, window. Oh, yeah. For, for those of you people who are new to the podcast, Samir hates the fact that uh, certain networks, a.k.a. Amazon, 
HBO Max and Disney Plus release their stuff on a weekly basis. Hey, Amazon hasn't been doing it that much. They, I think they released three, they three episodes. Two. Then after that, it's weekly. <sighs> Remember, yeah, uh, Invincible did it in real time. time. Yeah, that was annoying. Time. And that's right, dude. Invincible was murder. Oh my god, the boys. Oh yeah, the boys too. God dang, I want to binge that so hard. But yeah, so basically, I am very excited for the book of Boba Fett to come out because I want to know how he got out the damn starlight. Um, he crawled out. Really, he crawled out of a giant worm. Yes, it probably has vials and vials and pounds of stomach acid. So, but yeah, we'll find out on December 29th. I don't know why I thought it was the seventh. I was, I was tripping, but yeah, it's December 29th. Um, just be on the lookout for that if you guys are Star Wars fans. But Samir's probably going to wait because he hates... Um, I'll, I'll probably be there first day and then I want to also complain about it. Yeah. But that's Samir for you. Did you uh, finish Masters of the Universe Revelation Part 2? I did. No spoilers because I'm on episode four, I want to say. Okay, so... If I, I were to say, I got into the episode where Evelyn Evelyn got the sword. I'm at the end of that episode. Now nah, who's th- who's throwing out spoilers? Well, oh, sorry, people. <laughs> I'll put a spoiler alert warning. But yeah, that's the last part I got to. So nothing after that. Nothing okay. After so, anyways, uh, all right. So the show is called Masters of the Universe. So clearly, they it was a literal uh, um, term. Well, it's always been called Masters of the Universe. It's never been singular. It's always been right, but they didn't. But now they're they're this now the mantle is passing around, and literally anyone who has said mantle is a master of the universe. So they they're emphasizing it more than they have ever. And I gotta say, I'm loving so much of this uh, series so far, and I hope it's not done. Um, oof, I mean the backstory between the characters. And the, the the scope and presentation of this show, and every single person is getting the they're getting flushed out, and 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 the, the care and and love that has been that is uh, being displayed for this series is just it, it's almost awe inspiring. What they've done here, Kevin Smith, and I keep forgetting the guy who who's writing it. Um, Shoot, I'm gonna look him up because I don't want to leave him out. Um, God, what was the guy's Kevin name? Smith. Oh, was Kevin Smith is the um, is the, the producer? It's the EP. He's the EP, but the writer is um someone else. I don't know. I'm on Wikipedia. It just says created by Kevin Smith. I mean, the episodes are written by individuals. So, like, I'm looking at part one: Kevin Smith, uh, Daya Mishara. Mark Bernardin, Tim Sheridan, Eric. Caruso. Tim Sheridan. Uh, yeah, he had a big hand in it. I think. I don't know why that name sounds vaguely familiar. I want to say he did, anyways. Let me see. I could be wrong. Uh, I'm looking at Wikipedia. He's written one, two, three episodes. Oh, maybe I just saw his name repeated, and that's what it was. So he's repeated. He's appeared more and more, most more, more than more most of the other writers. Well, him and Eric uh, Karasuko both did three. And, you know, Kevin Smith has did a few. 
Okay. Well, anyways. right. The uh, pilots. Well, the first episode of both parts. Right. Well, anyways. Um. Well, it, well, the voice cast. I mean, it's been amazing so far. So Sarah Michelle Gellar, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill is chewing the scene. Monel is kicking ass as he man. Yes, he is. And um, Lena Hetty. God, Lena Hetty is doing so good. Oh, Lena Hetty. Oh, just just vapors. Um, Everybody's doing good. Yeah. Anyways, I digress. It's like. So I I, I want to I want to juxtapose this show to another and tone and so tone and picking a, a dedicated theme of your of your um, property is so important. So the theme here obviously is is you know moving on grow um, I wouldn't say growing up but stepping into your mantle and. And, and renewing old ties. There's a, lot, there's a lot of things you can pull from this. Honestly, everyone can get something out of this series, which is really cool. The themes are pretty much specific to the to the beholder, so that's that's great. They definitely did a lot there, and the tone is that they 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 crafted the hell out of this tone. So so they didn't lose any of the camp or the tongue in cheek dialogue that they had from back in the day, but it's it's done with such gravity and. And uh, and seriousness to the point where it's like you you can have fun with it, but take it seriously at the same time. And it, it, and they definitely you can tell that the, the production team had a, a, a large deal of respect for this property. And the only thing I, and the only thing I think of is they this team here did Mortal Kombat. We would have had a much better experience with that movie. Yeah, but that's live action animated. You get a little bit of leeway. That's why the animated. The two animated Mortal Kombat films are very good. Keep telling you, you need to watch Scorpion's Revenge and uh, League of the Realms. Yeah, I really should go watch those. They're both on HBO Max. I don't think that's necessarily the 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 the, the failing of the show that is animated or not animated. I really think the tone and the execution is what is what uh, what uh, failed it. I mean, the the costumes were on point. And the and the well the fight choreography could have been better. Uh, it started out good, you know, and then it just you know went to shit. So so anyway, like I said, tone is very important. And uh, and if you don't have the right tone, or you don't know where your tone should be, and you're all over the place in terms of levity and and uh, gravity, then that you're just gonna you know end up with Mortal Kombat essentially. Yeah. But in summation. Go watch uh, Masters of the Universe. It's amazing, and uh, it's oof, it's beautiful. Yeah, uh, ten episodes all together for both parts. Yeah. Uh, so, I want to review Ghostbusters Afterlife and no spoilers because Samir hasn't seen it, although the film has been out for two weeks. Listen, listen, they should have it in. But he's going to theaters to see West Side Story. It's West Side Story. I don't give a shit. It's Ghostbusters. What's that story? It's a remake of a story yeah, that you've seen multiple times. It's yeah, like, but they brought so much fresh. It's, it's fresh. It's new. I mean, hell, I can do it. If it wasn't for the um, the subject matter, I would do a review on West Side Story. Yeah, well, whatever. All right. So, um, yeah, I'll give my review of Ghostbusters Afterlife. And uh, do you have any more news after that? Because then, um, then we can review the uh, first three episodes of Hawkeye and our takeaways from that. No, we can do the uh, first few episodes of Hawkeye and um, 
That's about it. I, I do want to talk about the um, the Steam survey, uh, hardware survey, but that's that's what we can do that next week. Well, you sure? Because yeah, that's the old good. news next week. No, it's not. Okay. All right. So yeah, guys, I went to go see uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, very good movie. If you are, I'm just letting you know right now. If you are a fan of Ghostbusters and all the lore of Ghostbusters and read the uh, Eric Burnham and Dan Shoney's run of Ghostbusters when they also had the crossover with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and uh, who was the other one? I want to say? No, I don't think it was Back to the Future. I can't remember. But um, a very good film. You, you get the gist of it more or less from the teaser trailer that came out last year and the trailers that were shown earlier this year. Um, apparently Egon had a daughter uh, one small spoiler it is not with Janine uh, they never reveal who her mother is but yeah so you find out that you know obviously Egon dies like it's in the trailer and he left them a house and there's just something going amok in the town so it's his daughter and his two grandkids um like I said, if you are a fan of Ghostbusters, this movie is going to make you cry. This was well written. It was well shot. Uh, Paul Rudd was he he was kind of the Rick Rick Moranis character of this film. Um, so he he did give Lewis Tully vibes, except he was actually smart. He's a, he's a uh, seismologist and. Um, uh, a lot of people were in this movie that I was surprised were in it. I can say who they I can say who they are because it's not going to give any spoilers. J.K. Simmons is actually in the movie, and Evil Dave Chappelle, aka Bokeem Woodbine. So yeah, I was not expecting them to be in the film, but uh, I would give this movie a ten out of ten. That's coming coming from me. That's a very high praise. Please make sure you stay after the credits completely. They do a mid credit scene and a post credit scene. So. Just and like I really feel like this movie gave Winston a little bit more light um, as far as his character goes and everything. So shout out to Ernie Hudson. But um, so, yeah, make sure you go see Ghostbusters after like I might actually go see it again. I don't know yet because I don't think there's anything coming out next week in theaters that I want to see. But um, yeah, let's get into it. The first three episodes of Hawkeye. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so far I'm digging the series. Um, <laughs> Samir had to actually call me to try to confirm something. He was, oh, spoiler alert, guys! Um, if you have not watched Hawkeye, turn off the podcast, um, and we will see you next week. Yeah, but yeah, so um, yeah, like I was saying, you had to call me to confirm something. Uh, he thought Echo in the comics was um, well. I was handicapped. The thing- yeah, right. The thing is, I I I didn't remember her ever having a prosthetic uh, leg. A prosthetic leg. So I was surprised that the actress did. So I'm like, did they add that, or is it um something that they pulled from the comic? Or did she did she recently lose her leg? And because nah, I hey, haven't seen Echo, Echo's uh, the Phoenix. You really need to catch up on Avengers. Yeah, I don't know. What, I mean, I guess the Phoenix latch on anybody. I don't know how her body's going to handle the Phoenix. I mean, so far she's keeping it at bay. From also, I'm, the Phoenix should be of, dead or or gone. You can't kill a celestial being. True. All right. Well, as long as it's leaving the mutants alone, they, they just, just let them do their thing. They got other stuff to hang up, worry about. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so we got Echo. 
Uh, we possibly got a hint at maybe Vincent D'Onofrio back as Kingpin? Uh, yes, we did. So I didn't even catch this one until you said something about it. But yeah, the the, the, the big dude with the ham hands. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was that was supposed to be the Kingpin, which is crazy. Yeah. So if it's Vincent D'Onofrio, yes. If it's not, yay. It could be someone else. Yeah, that's why I went yay. As long as he just doesn't start off every single story when I was a boy. It's like, no, 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 we're done with that, okay? Those days are gone. Like Heim said. But um, apparently this is the part that makes me mad. Um, if you read the Hawkeye comic from the mid-2010s, uh, this show draws a lot of inspiration from that, including the tracksuit mafia, the way the title card is done, the animation that was in the first episode. The dog. Yes. Uh, Lucky, the pizza dog. Um, and David Aja is not being paid a, a red cent from this. Like I said, they, they, they used all of his like color palettes and everything for the show. How does that work with contracts with the artists? I, I don't writers? know. See, like, that's the, that's the thing, though. If if you're going to use my art style and everything, I need they they should give him some money. Well, like for instance, did they pay Michael Turner's estate when they uh, when they animated um, uh, Superman Batman um, uh, Apocalypse? They pretty much lifted his art. No, nah, no, not necessarily because it looked slightly different. It's, it looks slightly it, different, but it's, it's very reminiscent. It's very reminiscent. So I'm pretty sure there was something in there um, as far as that goes. But animation is very tricky. It's when you do it with live action, it becomes an issue. Because remember, we even brought it up with Air Brubaker and the Winter Soldier. Remember, he... He he said his Screen Actors Guild for his 10-second cameo. Uh, checks were bigger than the uh, Winter Soldier. Uh, I mean, the Captain America checks. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, do I do I keep, um, you know, watching this? I mean, again, so he made it. He made the art for um, Marvel. It's not like he commissioned, you know. I don't know. It's like because if you made it in house and Marvel has rights to it, and then Marvel Disney has rights to it, and, and so forth. Yeah, I'm just saying. I really hope that they um, credit, give him credit because he even posted a tweet on October uh, 25th with the promo post. I'm actually going to send you a link to a news article. You can just skip it because I know you uh, don't like to read articles. I read articles sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, that's a lie. So, yeah, so um, he said, um, even better, stop crediting, start paying. Uh, ha ha. So, yeah, like the poster is a obvious ripoff of one of his cover, uh, covers. Yeah, because even uh, somebody posted said the official Hawkeye poster is paying homage to Matt Fraction's comics. It's the coolest thing ever. And, um, Bruno Redondo, who is an artist, said, stop crediting just writers, mostly when the visual tribute is just that based off of a David Aja cover. Comics are a teamwork. Yes, that's true. So, yeah, I mean, they need to give that boy his money. Well, not that boy, that man, his money, but yeah. Like, um, 
Yeah, apparently. So what do you, you um, Yeah, there was something going on in May 2001 where various creators fought to receive royalties for years of book sales. Um, even, you know, well-known authors formed a task force to attempt to take legal action against the Walt Disney Company with the aid of the science fiction and writers, uh, fantasy writers of American organization. So, yeah, some of those um, writers are um, Neil Gaiman, uh, Chuck Winding, uh, Mary Robinette Cole, and Alan Dean Foster. So, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's, it's very crazy that, you know, this whole series is based off of the aesthetic that Fraction and Naha did on that book. Like I said, the tracksuit mafia that came from that book. Yeah. Even, they, they, even them consistently saying bro after almost every single word, after every single sentence, that's from the comic. Yeah, that's pretty wild. But yeah. But I don't know, man. Um, I like the simple fact that it took me a second to realize the guy who's playing um, Kate's mom's boyfriend is Swordmaster. And Swordmaster is someone who actually trained Hawkeye in the comics because uh, he was part of the uh, Circus of Crime or something like that. Yeah, he, uh, little known fact, or oh, semi little known fact, Hawkeye did start out as a villain. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. He started out as a villain, Black Widow. And as we both know, Wanda and Pietro. And they all eventually redeemed themselves and became Avengers. But um, episode, I mean, what has been your favorite episode so far? Um, honestly, they've been getting better as they go along. So yeah. three so far is probably my favorite. Yeah, three got me when they did the uh, one shot uh, chasing. Well, the one take case, uh, chasing. That was one take? No, it's edited to look like one take. There are no cutaways or anything. You saw how the camera just consistently stayed in the car. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, when you edit like that, it's, it's called a one-take shot. That's like the Daredevil uh, hallway fight scene. I'm pretty sure they had to do that multiple times, but the way they shot it and edited it, it all looked like it was one smooth take. But yeah, uh, like I said, I have one little grievance, and that was with Echo. Uh, when her father died, he did not put his bloody hand across her face. He just put it on her cheek. For those of you who don't know, Echo, she wears basically war paint across her face in the shape of her father's hand. Yes. So. And her symbol is the tattoo he had on his neck. Yes. But yeah, so far I'm, I'm enjoying this series. Like I said, I am a little bit um, torn as far as should I keep watching it? Cause I still need to see if, you know, Fraction and AHA get their uh, credit. It's just like, I hate when this crap happens, but damn, I'm really loving the show. I don't, I don't know what to do. What should I do, Samir? Uh, keep watching and also don't stay silent. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, the hearing aid that was also part of the uh, the comic. Yeah, it got to the point where Clint actually had to learn sign language and everything. But like I said, I'm loving this show. Um, and that's one of the things I like about the MCU they they take elements from the regular 616 universe and the ultimate universe, hence the reason why Hawkeye has a wife and kids. Yeah, um, I'm just glad in this yeah. universe, Black Widow didn't betray them and kill his family. Warner Brothers, uh, you know, uh, take note. 
Yeah, they're not gonna take note. Um, I actually saw a meme. Uh, it was from uh, the first Austin Powers, I wanna say, with number two talking Dr. Evil. Yeah, so um, it was the fans as uh, number two. And Dr. Evil was Warner Brothers who said, you know, if we restore the Snyderverse, we can make billions. And Dr. Evil said, why make billions when we can make millions? So it's like, they don't know what they're doing at this point. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think we're going to call it a wrap, guys. I don't know how long the episode is, but we'll find out when we find out. So this is Bernard. And this is Samir. And that was another episode of the Angry Blurs podcast. All right. Well, join us next time. Same Blur channel, same Blur network. Yeah. So uh, be sure to go to girdclothing.com and use our promo code angryblurs 21 at checkout to save 10% on your order. All right. Uh, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. We will see you next week. Uh, be easy. I hope you all had a thanks, uh, happy Thanksgiving and so long, Samir. Tell the people goodbye. Goodbye, people. All right. Peace. Oh, say it one more time for episode 69. Noise. There we go.